everyone. Welcome to episode 60 of the Four Dorksman podcast. I am Collector Clint. I am extremely nervous. And I am Asian Tony Stark. And we are usually four nerds who get together, talk about pop culture or whatever we really want to. And we appreciate you listening. Uh, Joey is extremely nervous right now because he is in the middle of watching a uh, NFC division game between his, his, his okay, we got Saints it. and the Buccaneers. So uh, you might hear a couple fun outtakes and we'll just enjoy that. Um, but what we won't enjoy is that Nate is MIA. He had something come up. So, Nate, we miss you. We look forward to having you back next we week. We love you, Nate. Yes, it's true. Um, and we hope everything's just fine. So um, we look forward to that. So a couple of housekeeping things before we jump in. Make sure you are following the Dorksman at the underscore Dorksman on Twitter and Instagram. We post a whole lot of fun stuff there and love it when you interact with us. Make sure you guys are also following us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash the underscore Dorksman. Uh, usually I stream on Tuesday night, something Nintendo related. Uh, we do Dorksman game night on Fridays. And we do our pre-party there on Sundays. Uh, actually, I did a surprise stream earlier today. We'll talk more about that in a little bit. But anyway, follow us on there as well. While you guys are listening, please play Dorksman Bingo. Our friend Andrew Newland of the Toy Rewind podcast put a lot of work into that. You can access that, thanks to Larry from the STS Guys and Totally Rad Movie Podcast, at dorksmanbingo.com. So uh, I actually need to remember to do that myself so I can ring the bell if I can. So shout out to all those guys. There you go. Um, I think that's it for housekeeping, except for make sure if you're interested, you can always email us dorksman at gmail.com. As Nate always says, we will, we will read it. We will not respond to it. We might check it out on air. So feel free to email us. Anyway, one thing we like to do online is our ask dorksman hashtag, ask the dorksman Twitter and Instagram. Feel free to ask us a question anytime. Every time you think of it, we will add it to our queue and hopefully at some point answer it. Uh, it may not be that week, but it will be probably relatively soon. So we have two questions we've picked out today. And those questions, the first question actually comes from our friend, Steph, the Steph Phil. Make sure you're following her on Twitter. She asks us, Jackbox or Cards Against Humanity? These are both games we've done during Dorksman Game Night, and I thought we would address that uh, with an extra. We're going to add a little bit to that in a second, but let's go through that first. Uh, Joey, Jackbox or Cards Against Humanity? <sighs> You know, I would lean towards Jackbox initially because it does have obviously more variety mm -hmm. in it. But Cards Against Humanity is just absolutely hilarious for me. Yeah. I, I just, I, I really enjoy seeing how far people can take it, like how raunchy people can be with their answers. <laughs> it's, it's just so interesting. And when we were able to play the little um, version of it that they had available through airstream air console air, con air console uh, thank you ron um at the beginning you know it, we were able to stream it so of course we had like a you know a group of friends that even though they weren't playing along they were able to kind of enjoy in it so it was almost like a cards against humanity spectator sport and i don't know <laughs> it was just it was just so much fun doing that i mean like i said jackbox has its you know its benefits too but i, I would pick cards against humanity Ryan, I'm going to side with him, too, because just on the sole fact on Jackbox, it's very open ended where you can supply whatever answer you want. Right. It's an open ended forum, if you will. With Cards Against Humanity, you're dealt a set of cards and you're supposed to make the best out of your situation. So it's like when you when you have the situation that you're posed and you have to supply three cards 
and more or less like make a quote unquote haiku. Those are the more interesting ones. Like, oh, smegma. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how to address that, but all right. <laughs> Clint, your answer? <laughs> well, um, so um, gosh. So first of all, it's a very it's a very nice problem to have because they're both actually stellar games. Um, I love playing both of them. I'm not gonna lie. Now, as I answer this, my answer I think is gonna be Jackbox because you can get more people involved. Mm-hmm. But as I say that, I want to make sure to preface that I own every single card that's ever been made for Cards Against Humanity for the actual card game itself. Okay, so I'm a huge fan. Um, and Jackbox, I mean, I like that we do Jackbox online because you even if you're not in the game, first of all, you can play more people, but then you can also have the audience involved. So everyone's participating. Again, Cards Against Humanity, when we played online, it was only four. Now, when you're in person, that might be switched. You know, you could play... 20 people with cards against humanity if you wanted even though i don't think that'd be very fun because it'd be too long but you can play a number of people and let's face it you're not gonna have 20 people in your house playing jackbox so i think it almost depends where you're playing it but i enjoy both um but i'm gonna go with jackbox for the variety answer to actually give one so that's fair um and steph we do want to know the answer for you but i want to add a little twist on this i want to know what you guys have for your favorite party game if there's something besides those two that you would like to mention Favorite uh, party games yeah. or like, anything? Are we so car? It could be a card game. It could be like yep. a like beer pong party. It could, it, it could, yeah. <laughs> if you want to answer beer pong, it could be beer pong. Uh, I don't know. In college, never have I ever was usually pretty fun. Oh, hmm. okay. <laughs> yeah, I could see why. <laughs> Fair enough. How about you, Ryan? Party game. All the parties I went to were always family things. Like for me living out here, you know, granted, I didn't dorm for college. And mm-hmm. in my early college years, I was always working on the weekend at the nightclub. So I didn't have that party atmosphere. I don't know what it feels like to have gone to like a quote unquote frat party, you know, kind of uh-huh. thing. So to me, party game, first thing I think of is bingo. Oh, God. Because I'm, I'm mean, sorry. I'm thinking so like family old. parties. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was always old. an annual tradition every year, Christmas Eve. We used to go to my auntie's house and we would always play two things hot potato, and my grandma used to always win by default, no matter what. There's a very funny story that goes along with that. I think I've said it before. But then, secondly, it was always a great time for the family to gather around and just play bingo. Hmm. So, interesting. That is my okay. answer. We, we we definitely covered both extremes there. <laughs> yes. So, um, but my From answer, 18 to 80. Right. <laughs> but I'm if you're over 80, down. you can't play. For, as an episode title, from 18 to 80. Makes sense. <laughs> um, but, um, so, you know, it's funny. First of all, you don't have to have a party game to go to a frat party. In fact, uh, usually, yeah, I, I don't get me wrong. I've loved playing the game, asshole. I actually always liked playing, like, King's Cup. That was always a favorite of mine, too. But um, I'm th- I, when I thought of this question, I thought of more of the actual game. So one I really like is Joking Hazard. If you guys haven't played that, it's by the guys that do Cyanide Happiness. It's a comic. Um, it's very funny. What they do is they give you, you have a hand of cards that are comics of ending the comic. You get two cards to play the first two windows of that comic, and then you play the third one. Usually the funniest one wins kind of thing. So that's one I really like. Um, they also have one called Trial by Trolley. I'm dying to play but I haven't gotten there. The other one I really like is exploding kittens and uh, I, you can play uh, it in person. You can also download the app. That. Yeah. The app's a lot of fun too. So you can always play with random people if you feel like playing a board or a party game. So 
Uh, I'm going to say those two just to give an in-between answer between beer pong and bingo. Oh, no, I didn't sorry. say beer pong. Oh, what'd you say? I'm sorry. I went with uh, Never Have I Ever. Oh, Never Have I Ever. Yeah. I'm sorry. You were just mentioning beer pong. Thank you for, yes, you're absolutely right. Anyway, <laughs> um, Steph, thank you for that question. Again, we look forward to your answer. Our other question here comes from Andrew Newland. We mentioned earlier, part of the Toy Rewind podcast. Similar question. He asks, what is your all-time favorite board game and why? He actually goes on to say, mine, you ask? Has to be Monopoly. I just loved playing as a kid, and the new versions make it even more fun. On the other side, the new villainous Rah! games are also awesome. Something must have happened in the game there. <laughs> nah. Speaking of games. Away. Um, I'll go first again. So I, I would lean uh, right along the same lines as Andrew at first and say Monopoly. Um, and again, part of it is because there's a variety of games, or excuse me, a variety of versions of the game. Uh, I have the Bob's Burgers one, uh, thanks to Nate for a Christmas present. Nice. Um, but if I really have to talk about like the, the, the game that first came to mind after Monopoly, it was, it was kind of a board game, but it was almost a toy. So first of all, it is a board game because it had like a board, but it was a giant board. I'd, I'd say it was, I don't know, somewhere around the three foot by three foot range, if not a little bit bigger. The box was like three or four foot long, right? And so what it was, you would set the board up on the floor and you had, it was almost like a live action battleship game. So you had a bunch of different um, plastic submarines, plastic destroyers, etc., And some of them were, um, loaded with like a little, uh, kind of rubber band type contraption with a little slot in it. And you would have boats that had discs that you could shoot out and you had to shoot it across to the other person's ship and get it in this little bitty slot that was just a little bit bigger than the disc. Wow. And if it hit it just right, it made the top of the boat shoot up. And it was just so cool because it's like, you know, it's like an oversized game. You know, that was always cool. Like why the yeah, USS yeah. flag so cool for G.I. Joe because it was just oversized. It's just huge, right? Sure, and sure. you got on the floor and played and it had, you know, that's, I, I want to say a, a rubber band for technology is pretty advanced for the time. But having a game <laughs> where there was some kind of physical action incorporated into it, kind of like mousetrap type thing, right? Where something right. like that would happen, it's like, oh man, I hit it and it explodes, so to speak. So it was almost like a like a GI Joe board game, almost. I, I loved the game. I Do you remember what it. was what it was called? <sighs> While y'all are talking, I'm going to look it up because okay. I think Just it curious. was Torpedo Run, but I'm not sure. Oh, that sounds familiar. Okay, not familiar to me, but it sounds fun. I'm going to Google it. There you Google. go. Sorry, there you go. Say, ding the bell. <laughs> You want to go next, Clint, or shall I go? Why don't you go? Sounds like you have an answer. Not really. I'm going to side also with Monopoly because it is the game that I did play the most. Although, in my older years, as I <clears throat> like got out of high school and I still played games with like the family, I've said this before in the podcast. My mom is a Scrabble Nazi, like, <laughs> and she always aims to win. And she's like, that's not a word. That's not a word. That's not a word. So Scrabble would definitely be up there in the later part of life. 
Um, I'd also like to throw in there the normal battleship. I know Joey is talking about this like oversized version of it being three feet. It is torpedo run, by the way. I just dropped a picture in the chat. Nice job. Well, maybe we can use that for the graphic today then. But I would definitely find a better quality one. (laughs) I'll try to find it. I'll try to find it. All right. Torpedo run. Very good. But yeah, battleship would definitely be in there as well. I enjoyed me some sorry. I know this is going all over the place, but general consensus here i don't really have a favorite game as you can tell. <laughs> sorry hard to choose just one man. at least you named some i'll give you credit on that yeah um i have a couple um so i'm thinking about what i've played with my family and we played a couple couple games with them uh there's one called millborn which is more of a card game but that's basically you're trying to get to a thousand miles playing these different mile cards and you can throw out Cards, you're supposed to be cars. So you can throw out, you know, things to pop out tires or run out of gas or stuff like that and lose turns. It was a neat idea. Um, there's also one that's called Rummy Cube, which is very similar to the game of Rummy, but there's the little tiles you play. So I, I guess those count as board games, and I like both those. But um, a couple others come to mind. Sorry is probably my favorite traditional board game. I've had a lot of fun playing that and watching people get beat up and upset as they get their guys pushed back to base. I will also go with um, Cranium. I've had a lot of fun playing that over the years and, and seeing what people come with and have some great stories. So um, cranium, non-traditional, traditional, sorry for me. So Andrew, I hope that answers your question. I hope you guys talk board games on the Toy Rewind podcast at some point because I think that'd be an interesting topic. And again, thank you everyone for continuing to ask the dorksman. Please keep doing that with the hashtag as we would love to have more and more questions and answer more and more questions. So with that said, um, I am looking here. Okay, so as um, time for our main topic. And this week, since today is the actual day, we are talking about the 35th anniversary of the release of Super Mario Brothers. In It was in Japan, but still the official first release. We thought it'd be a fun topic to kind of talk video games and especially Super Mario Brothers. So um, with that said, I know we kind of talked about this during the pre-party. I am curious, what is your favorite Super Mario Brothers game? I, it's it's so hard because there's so many outside of just the regular you know side scroller type stuff you know i mean but do you do you include you know mario kart in that discussion because mario kart's such an awesome game I'd or say do you yes. say oh, that's a different entity or something like that um super mario brothers 3 just has so much replayability just like super mario brothers 1 does um but i would probably have to say super mario world for super nintendo I would think that's that's probably my favorite. It does. It has a lot of replayability as well, and it's just it, it it's amazing to me how they continue. If you're talking about the main line of Mario games, right? If mm-hmm. we're not talking about Smash, we're not talking about Mario Kart. You know, we're talking about just kind of the main line. And you think about how they were able to each time a new one came out, kind of be so innovative about some new feature that they threw in there that was just so, you know, so unique and so different, you know, when it came to, you know, just the controls of it or the different suits that Mario could have or the different kinds of worlds or the different kinds of things they could interact with. It's just so impressive. And to me, Super Mario World just like jumped so far ahead, you know, after Super Mario um, 3. It's just, it's an awesome game. It's classic. Good answer. How about you, Ryan? Same. There's yeah. a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of replayability for it. 
And there's also enough complexity behind the game, I think, in my opinion, that even though you've played the game many a time, I've played this on my stream doing all my retro stuff, but when you get to like Star Road, for example, and then there's a, what is it, like 10 or 12 different stages on Star Road in specific that are very yeah. difficult that you need to beat. That's mm -hmm. something that I even had trouble with to this day, you know? Right. It's very yeah. frustrating. It is. I know exactly you're what like, you're talking about. I was about to do the no thing again, but we'll, we'll <laughs> no! save that for another time. Aw. Well, because it's not me. Get right? him! Uh. Apparently something happened again, guys. <laughs> Brady started to run and drop the ball, but he uh, got it back. Gotcha, gotcha. Old man picked it up. Old man. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, Mario World's my answer too. And going back to Star Road, it, it, I mean, the fact that you, there's two ways to beat levels is is pretty innovative and fun. So I I have to agree with you, even though um, you know it, it, it's top. But there's a lot of top ones up there. I'm glad Joey mentioned like Mario Kart or um, you know like the Mario Party board games are fun. We were just talking about board games or you know uh, even mario rpg whatever the case is there's definitely an expansive universe that's very entertaining and fun to play and i love you know we're talking about replayability you know super mario world was the first mario game that i can think of that they had a part of the game that you would reach later on where you would all of a sudden reveal something talking about the different colored blocks that you could then go back and replay a board on the same playthrough of the game and be able to do something new that you weren't able to do before. I mean, that's, that's, that's something that's, I wouldn't say commonplace now, but it's something that's fairly popular with games to make it to where you want to go back now that you can do something different on the same level. And I thought that was pretty unique at the time to be able to do something like that. So that was yep. kind of ahead of the game. And there may have been some other games that they stole that from, but you know, that, that, that makes it unique to me too. Yeah. The switch palaces. Yes. Oh, thank yeah, you. yeah. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Because if not, you need a Yoshi in order to beat the stage, right? Yes. Get to the secret exit Suck. and then get to this so you can get there, get the star road, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. Who's the flag on? Oh, that's also, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's also where Yoshi was first introduced. You know? So, um, in yeah, America, I'm pretty sure that they had a Yoshi game for the Famicom. Interesting. I think. Well, no. They, so they do. They have a game that's just called Yoshi, but it came out after Mario World. But on the Famicom, it would have been on like the Nintendo equivalent. Understood. Japan. They were still making Nintendo games at the same time they were making Super Nintendo games. Ah, uh, okay. So they had the, the Yoshi game was one of the later, like late, late, late Nintendo games, along okay. with like Kirby's Adventure, and I think that was kind of it. So okay. anyway, regardless, um, yes, but you're right. They do have a solo game there, but still, still fun um, and a fun introduction for sure. Do you have a least favorite Mario game, one that they, you kind of wish they never made? I don't know about least I, uh, favorite. Well, I, I streamed a little bit before this uh, to celebrate. We are playing Super Mario Brothers, the original, of course. Got to 6-4 and never passed it because of my own inability, but... Um, I love that our friend Patrick, shout out to Patrick, answered um, Mario fun or typing with Mario. I guess it was a typing tutorial with Mario and it was just oh, awful. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to laugh when he mentioned that. Um, I mentioned earlier Mario is missing, which is like a history game. And it's it's not it's not difficult by any stretch of the imagination, um, but it's really not what the <laughs> games were meant for. Um, 
anyway, and <laughs> they did that. And uh, it, it didn't need to be a Mario game. It could have been something else, you know. Um, I, I'd throw that in mind. But, you know, they got to go with what's hot and, and uh, gave it a shot. And I'll give them credit for trying something new. What would you rather it be? Carmen San Diego teaches you history because I mean, it, it, it's kind about of geography kind of that way. But you know what? It's exactly that kind of thing. Like it's very Carmen San Diego ish. Like, oh hey, you have this clue, and it looks like it's a picture of the 16th sample. We got to go to Italy. You know, I mean, that's kind of what it was. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's all I can you, say is yeah. You ready for a hot take? Yes. Always. My least favorite Mario game that I've played because I can't judge ones I haven't played my least favorite mario game that i've played is smash brothers i i i can relate i can understand that um i i for those of you that come to uh, the tuesday night game streams which i do appreciate please keep coming we'll keep having fun and interacting but we played smash this past week and you know we played it somehow for two hours and i don't know how because it does get boring and repetitive after a while i'm not a big fighting game fan to begin with but though you know all the game the moves are the same and um, and I'm glad there are people that are into it, but I, I could definitely understand that uh, that that take for sure. Mm. Ryan, have you thought of anything? I have not played a lot of the newer ones. Like I don't even remember playing Mario RPG. So, how about we say this: the original Super Mario that you were running around that place, and you had to what was it? You would have to get rid of the turtles, which, by the way, I'm, I'm sorry. Shout out to Clint's mom because I know she loves turtles. <laughs> <laughs> After all fairness, talking though, about it. These aren't really turtles. They're Koopas. I guess there's a difference. That's true. That's a valid point. So, but it's like, you know, if you run left far enough, you end up on the right again and you just keep running. Right, so this was before right. the original Super Mario Brothers video game mm -hmm. that we're all that Clint was playing earlier today. It's just mm -hmm. Super Mario. And I think it's just called Mario Power. Brothers. There's no Super. Oh, that's right. It is called Mario Brothers. Yeah, There's yeah. that POW in the middle, and you can hit mm -hmm. it three times, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that would be my least favorite. Oh, see, I like that game a lot. Can, but I can, can, can we address the elephant in the room and talk about how stupid the naming of these characters is, that his name is literally Mario Mario and Luigi Mario? Absolutely. Are their technical <laughs> names? I mean, come on. Like, how, how did they not fix that at some point, retcon it or something, and say, Oh, it's, it's Mario Rogers and Luigi Rogers. Like, just give it a or, or they could have done like, names. like, could have been like, you know, I mean, this is going to sound, this is actually going to be kind of racist. I apologize. But I mean, it could have been like Luguini Mario and Ravioli Mario or something like that. You know, they, that's actually their last names, not their first. I don't know. I'm trying to come up with something. As, but you're as, right. As a part Italian, uh, Clint, I'm I'm highly offended, and that that's fair. <laughs> I'm highly <laughs> offended that your that your joke wasn't better. That's that's what I'm highly <laughs> that's offended also, by. That's also fair. I wasn't even trying to be funny. I was just trying to say like trying to save something for him. But you're absolutely right. Mario Mario is a stupid name. <laughs> it's so um, horrible. I, I have to give a shout out to Safely Endangered, a very funny comic that does Mario. It is very like funny comics. Thank you. I'm glad you know what I'm talking about. And they have one where he's like, "Oh, it's the Mario Brothers," and Luigi comes up and says, "How come you never remember my name?" And Mom goes, "I'm sorry, Green." Mario, which <laughs> <laughs> uh, something that but made in me some laugh. cultures you can have the same first and last name. Yes, but let's face not it. Not in Mario the Italian culture. Yeah, I, I was going to say that. Yes, <laughs> the caveat. Yes, not in Italian. That's true. Well, let's also face it that Mario Brothers itself is insane. I mean, the whole thing. The fact that okay, that you're a plumber. That <laughs> yes. Let's start there. Um, who's walking around the Mushroom Kingdom that is filled with the Goombas? And that, how's that for racist? Anyway, these Goombas, which oh. is an Italian name. Child, and they're running around 
collecting mushrooms that make you super, you know, that, that's, I mean, there's a drug joke if there was one. Then you have a flower <laughs> and you can shoot fireballs all while there's turtles. Oh, and you're trying to do it from this giant. Nice. Yes. <laughs> it's Koopas. Koopas. Excuse me. You're right. I correct you well, like you corrected yes. me earlier. I, I only corrected you to make myself feel better. And so you didn't have to, to apologize to my mom, but fair enough. But the fact is that, and they're holding by King Koopa or later renamed Bowser. And he's kidnapping princesses because like they never really until later on addressed that he's, you know, why exactly. And even in the later games, he's just doing it to do it. By the way, one thing that always cracks me up is that Bowser has all this awesome technology <laughs> his disposal that he uses with all these different characters and their airships and their cannons and their weapons and everything else. And he just keeps doing it. I want to know what he does. You know, where's all this money coming from kind of thing. <laughs> so maybe he's best that. buds with Scrooge McDuck either way. Maybe well, they so. going back to Dorkly, they have a whole cartoon where it's Bowser versus princess politically. And he's of course the Trump character. Um, so <laughs> something worth checking out on Dorkly if you ever get a chance. But anyway, um, you know, the whole concept of the whole game is, I mean, it had to be a dream or somebody's acid trip, basically. And it's worked. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying it's insane when you sit back and think about the concept of the game itself. There's a lot of games from that era that probably spawned from that same acid trip or something. Oh, similar. I, <laughs> right? I couldn't argue with you if I tried. Because when was the original Mario Brothers released? Uh, now, well, I mean, it was obviously 35 years ago in the early 80s, but it, I, I would think that the original concept of the game probably came to fruition, maybe in the late 70s, maybe the ideas of it. And if you think maybe. about that time frame in the world, it's not a far fetched thought to think, yeah, this is probably a bad acid trip, especially I, the fireball thing and a, a plumber. Right, he's a plumber. And I mean, the only thing that has to do with pipes is you go down and up the pipes, but that, you know, he's not fixing pipes. He's not um, putting pipes together. It's just going up and down them, I guess that's why. But and why doesn't he have any tools ever? Yeah. <laughs> right? Why is he like, just. Why don't they give him a wrench to hit people with? Yeah, why doesn't he have an, why doesn't he have a wrench to throw at the Hammer Brothers? Why has he got to punch Yoshi in the back of the head? He could be, he could be hitting agree. him with a wrench. He doesn't do that. He doesn't do that. Oh, wow. He doesn't do that in later game. But I always hated when he punches him in the back of the head. It's like, well, it's like how he punches Stick your tree. tongue out. Yeah. Don't punch works. your dinosaur. Dinosaur. Um, punch your dinosaur. I think that might be the name of the episode. <laughs> I actually punch said don't, don't punch your dinosaur, but that don't works punch too. Your dinosaur. Yeah. I'm going to write that down too. Good too. Don't punch your dinosaurs ages 8 to 80. Uh, <laughs> There you go. That's our podcast. <laughs> if you want, um, you know, I, 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 uh, while well, we did our pre-party again, thank you for everyone that joined us. Manny asked a very interesting question and he basically asked, how come the princess keeps getting kidnapped after all these years and all these attempts? Why does it keep happening? Is she actually in on the whole thing? Um, which made me chuckle a little bit. Like, is he, is she so mad at me? Like, is this in theory, you always think that peach and Mario are a fling, if you will. Is she mad at him and tries, you know, fakes the kidnapping to get back at him? What's what's the deal with him always getting kidnapped and always having to save her? Right? I mean, it, it, and don't get me wrong. That's a valid I, point. Yeah, I fought all those games. <laughs> you think she'd gotten some better security at that point? Right. Like, right. 
or, 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 or yeah, just, just something. I, I mean, we're way analyzing this. We're, we're all pulling a Ryan tonight, but it's insane. To, <laughs> it's insane Ryan. to think about. I actually mentioned this during the free party. I think it'd be really cool if they had like a role reversal where, where Peach had to save Mario, uh, not in a Mario is missing kind of way, but in an actual side scroller action game where she had to, you know, in Mario Brothers 2 where she floats, you know, that's right. so cool. I, I think that would be a cool concept to, to bring back, you know, and especially in this, this time where, um, women are empowered to be heroes and they should be. And I think that'd be kind of cool, kind of a neat idea. So if Nintendo, if you're listening, that idea is free, feel free to use it as you see fit. I mean, but, if oh Luigi can get his own spinoff franchise, then then she should be able to get hers. I mean, even Toad's got one. Yeah, it's true. And yeah. I like Why Toad. doesn't Peach have one? Yeah, I, I agree. Well, it, it's just, I mean, and it was a fun idea once, but it, the concept, the fact that it keeps happening is, I mean, it gets old, right? I mean, don't get me wrong. I still like the games and I still play them, but I think it'd be fun to do some role reversal. And as I mentioned, there's Mario Brothers 2 where she is in it. There's, um, I think, the Paper Mario game. She shows up as a regular character, not as, because she, she's not kidnapped in those. It's some other person besides Bowser trying to take over the kingdom kind of thing. So um, there's our opportunities for that. But I'd like to see that more. But Manny, you might not be onto something. Maybe she's, uh, maybe she's the one behind it. Maybe she funds Bowser somehow. And that's how he's able to have these giant castles and all these airships and fun technology and whatnot. There you go, baby. Laundering. Money laundering. Yeah. There you go. It's actually Cold breaking them. Right, right. You know, but... hot take as well. What the hell was up with Super Mario 2? And like that game in itself as a standalone from everything else was so damn different. I mean, yeah, and so don't get me wrong. damn difficult. Yeah, I played it a lot when I was a kid. But if you think about some of the characters that came out of that game, we've never seen them again. Like those well, snakes. Yeah, I don't even know what they're called. There's that three-headed snake that you have to beat. That's the boss in one level. And yep. you have uh, to I use try. those like mushroom-shaped boxes. I don't mm -hmm. even know what they're called in the game, but then you have to chuck it at the enemy. Yep. And then, is that well, really I mean, a, like a Yoshi type of thing? You know, that dinosaur that spits out the eggs? Birdo is that name. Birdo, yeah. there you go. Mm -hmm. I forgot yeah. about you that. Jump on top of it and lift I mean, it granted, up yes, while you're we in the had air. Shy guys. Shy guys were introduced in that game. Yep. Shy guys have made an appearance again. But yeah, Birdo. you're. you're yep. Yeah. Birdo has, and uh, I know Mouser's shown up a couple times as well. But uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. Well, what's interesting too is is you know, and I don't know the reason behind this. I should actually look this up in my Mario Encyclopedia, which I need to open. But for whatever reason, there was a Mario Brothers two in Japan which is now referred to as the Lost Levels Lost here. Levels. Yep. But uh, Mario Brothers 2 here never released in Japan, at least not initially. So why they did that, I don't know. I'd like to know. That's interesting. Why do they have to have a poison mushroom in one, but they can't have it in the other? And I, again, I, I don't know. But it's a, it's a concept that's, uh, that's a great question. You know what happened? Somebody was listening to Vanilla Ice, and <laughs> the poisonous mushroom came up. Totally on, yeah, totally on brand there. Hmm. That's interesting. Hmm. There you go. Again, guys, leave it to Ryan to make it awkward. Ring the bell. <laughs> Ding. There you go. Sorry. Uh, yes. But anyway, um, you know, it, 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 we're going back to the whole concept of the whole thing. Manny had another question. I can't remember what it was, but, um, but I mean, well, hopefully it'll come up. But what we can talk about is just the insane um, mania. Mario Mania that's come from this game over the years. And I'm talking not only from games, but, you know, everything from merchandising or, uh, you know, there's there's multiple television shows. There's a live action movie that um, was super awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just, just so well. Um, 
that hopefully we were talking earlier on the pre-party. We'd love to see a remake of in some sense because it, I mean, it, it's a bad eighties, but I don't think it can get much worse. You know so would I mean? you want it? Would you want them to try to do it live action again? Or would you want them to do like, uh, you know, where it's all digital or do you want some kind of combination of things? I don't know. That's a good question. And it, you know, it'd be cool. Um, I mean, it would be cool. You know, well, like, would you want it like know. Detective Pikachu style? That's exactly what I was thinking. Would it be Detective Pikachu? And I think that could be kind of neat if they did it right. You know, I think if you made it, I think you could make it like that and make it interesting where it was almost like a, um, like an origin story. Mm-hmm. Like you, you know, met up with Mario and Luigi before they were, you know, in the video game. And it's like Toad comes to them in the in their world to you know to explain to them what's going on and all that kind of stuff. It, it, it could be very unique. Uh, yeah, well, and, the, and they could that way. they could do multiples. You said a mix. I mean, it could be kind of neat if they did some form. And I, I'm not a, I'm not the writer here. They did some form where the guys went in a tube and then the animation part came in, or they did a different kind of uh, art style or something like that. I think that could be really neat. So, uh, but I think they should, you know, revisit it. That movie came out, you know, I think it came out before Mario Brothers 2. So like 1987 or something like that. I would love to see an, another chance at it. Uh, Isn't that it, old? It's pretty old. I it's, it's I, I, more like 1990. Clint. Is I'm it 90s? Real quick. I, think. I, I think you're right. Because uh, 93. Yeah. It's not so really? I thought yeah, it was much younger than that. 87 anyway. to 93. That's a six year difference. Yeah, that's a big, that's a big, that's so a my big brother swing. was six. I was 12. Okay. Um, fair enough. But, you know, I'd, I'd love to see that again um, outside of the movie. And I'm sure there'll be more TV shows. I'm kind of surprised. Um, you know what? Here, let's talk about another elephant in the room here. Funko Pops. Mm. Um, when are they going to actually get permission from Nintendo to oh, make man. Funko Pops of them? I, I just think they have so much going on right now where they're licensing that out. I, I just... I don't know if it financially benefits them to give that license to Funko where they're still making their own Amiibos they're, you know, they've got licenses with other, you know, companies that make their, I mean, they've got hot wheels that does the Mario Kart figures. They have, you know, their own little vinyls that you can buy. I I just don't know if they're going to do it. Well, they have Lego now. That's what, that's the only thing that's encouraging me is they just really Lego stuff. You know what I mean? Like it'd be nice if that's you know and and that's apparently been very successful it'd be really cool and i mean maybe what they need and maybe that's a requirement maybe that's a holdup is the legos you know they talk or they have some interactive feature versus the funko pops but maybe they could figure out something to have the pops be you know part of the game somehow come with the code or um i know amiibo kind of have that with the with the selecting of it but some interaction because you know there's a market for it. it gets talked about constantly Anytime yeah. you see a Funko post on Twitter, Instagram, whatever, you always see make Super Mario Pops, make <laughs> Nintendo Pops, you know, kind of thing. And but the question, and Lego. Is, sorry, go ahead, Joy. Okay, I was just gonna say, but see, for Lego, for me, it's so different. Like, I don't really like the regular sets that they've released so far with the kind of odd shaped Lego Mario that almost looks like a Duplo mario instead of a lego mario but i absolutely love but i'm not going to spend 200 something dollars for it the tv with the nes uh lego set that they did like i wish they would do more stuff like that like i saw something really neat uh online i don't know if it's like a fan-made thing but it was like a set of magnets that you would put like on your refrigerator that had like different 
uh, characters and different like bricks and enemies and stuff that you can oh, yeah. move all around your refrigerator. Sure. Uh, that's, sure. I mean, that's, that's different. That's unique. I just don't know what Funko can bring. I know you said something about the interactivity, but I mean, again, Amiibo, they've already done mm -hmm. that. So I don't know what they it. can yeah. do. Legos brought something unique. You know, a lot of those other companies bring unique aspects to it. I just don't know what Funko could bring that they can't already do. So here's my thought on it. We, I think, maybe not so much you, Clint, than the three of us, or in the three of us here, but I think first and foremost, a lot of the con collectors that are speaking on social media like Twitter, they're speaking to this subject as a collector of primarily Funko first and the fact that they are a fan of Nintendo second. Right. If you're if you're in the opposite boat and you're a Nintendo fan first and a casual collector of Funko's products, you're, you're like, okay, that's kind of cool. But to Joey's point about maybe something that Funko could do differently than Lego, we've seen now that they do have light-up pieces, right? Obviously, uh -huh. I have the Iron Man that has a light-up arc reactor and a repulsor. <clears throat> there was talk about all the light-up stuff for Star Wars, so the lightsaber would light up. So in The terms, Kylo Ren does. I have that one. Yeah, It's yeah. a lights and sounds one. Yeah, that's exactly sound what too, yeah. sound to you. Press the button. So in terms of Nintendo, maybe the first thing that comes to mind is like Star Mario or mm -hmm. Flower Mario, mm -hmm. right? Because obviously they're going to have some sort of ambience coming off of them. That could be an avenue that's not been explored yet. Yeah. Yeah. So well, Nintendo, Nintendo, like, you know, to listening. Clint's point, Nintendo, if you're listening, write it down. Yeah, I know they are. They, they're they're subscribers. To well, either podcast. that or either either that or a friend of the podcast, Barack Obama, will forward it to him. So, yeah. <laughs> Uncle <laughs> Barry, yeah, Barry. we'll be fine there. But I, I that might be. It'd be interesting to know why that license hasn't happened because I actually think there's a huge market for it from both casual and serious collectors of Funko. And I think that I mean I'd get them even though I collect Amiibo at the same time. You know, like I want both, and I'm okay with that. And it may be like I don't know if Funko has some because I don't know the, the financials of it. I don't know if they have some set percentage that no matter what your license is, this is the percentage you get of the profit sure. or mm -hmm. if that varies and they negotiate that per license. And that could be the holdup is yeah. as far as what percentage Nintendo gets of the licensing or excuse me, of the profit from licensing to it to Funko. So that, that could be part of it too. That's a very legitimate topic. I mean, you look at what, Sony and Disney have to go through in order to negotiate for Spider-Man. Right. And it's right. an ongoing discussion, right? It, it has been further reviewed in the last year and a half. So I can definitely see that being an issue. Yeah. Big time. And I mean, and again, this is all hearsay or, or conjecture. We have no clue. You know, we have no inside information here, but just kind of speaking about it. But I know the other video game pops have always done well. I mean, I'm looking right now. I have my Mega Man. I have Cuphead. Mm -hmm. I know there's Overwatch and I know there's Borderlands, Fortnite, and Borderlands, and you know, there's there's definitely a market for it there. So I hope they consider it at some point because, again, there's there's stuff there, and I think they'd actually benefit from it. You know, yeah. from even just a marketing standpoint, maybe they don't make a ton of money off of it, but they would uh, definitely sell, and they yeah. would it would probably end up jumping to their top property when they mm -hmm. release the first wave for for at least that first quarter. But again, I, I would be willing to bet it comes down to the percentage of yeah. that that profit that they would yep. see. Right, right. Well, anyway, Funko, um, Nintendo. I know you're both listening. Give it to us. We like it. Either way, I want to give. I want to give. A, I want to give a shout out to uh, Christina at CC Customs. Please follow her on Twitter and Instagram. But on Instagram, I know she has shared her 
award-winning customs of Mario and Nintendo Pops, and they look great, and I would recommend you check those out because they are, well, they're awesome. <laughs> so Did she end up doing uh, a Smash Brothers theme? Was that's that what the it basically one she did? is, yeah. Okay. Because yeah. there's Link in there, and there's Donkey mm -hmm. Kong and others, but I know Mario's in there. And again, right. one for, for custom of the year, basically, for that. So Was um, that 2018 fun day? 2018. 2018. It was the year before you and I went, Joey. Yeah. So okay. I barely missed it. But yes, 2018. So please check it out um, just for an idea how they would look because they, they do look really nice and she did a fantastic job. With that said, I'm curious, um, do you guys have any, either have it now or had in the past, any Mario merchandise that you would like to uh, to share with us at the moment? Yeah, I've got, I'm trying to collect all of the Hot Wheels uh, Mario Kart. Oh, nice. Uh, figures, I'm, I'm pretty close. I've got... Um, I think I'm missing maybe four or something like that um, from the set. There's there's some weird stuff. Like there's a four pack that's exclusive to either Walmart or Target that has like several of the uh, commons that I have, but it's got like a different um, colorway of I want to say it's Yoshi. Mm -hmm. um that's like a like a dark gray color almost black so i don't have that one and i think there's one or two that come with some of the track sets that i don't have so there's there's a few I've, i'm missing but i've got i don't know about 15 of them wow or, are so. you gonna, or do you ever want to be complete is that a goal oh yeah I, I would like to i kind of stopped a little bit but but with us moving and me getting my own um <laughs> office space now i think i might be able to pick oh, back nice. up so i can actually you know have a spot to to display them and stuff like that and maybe even you know use the track for display but there's a few pieces now that i'll probably go ahead and pick up like walgreens has always got little uh sets of different characters GameStop's usually got different sets with different characters sure. that you can just pick up a a thing or two here and uh when uh, mcguire and i were playing the the wii more we or was it no it must have been wii u is that when amiibo started was with wii u no started with wii i think did it no. okay so we got we, we had gotten a uh, a couple of those like we got the one of the eight bit versions of mario uh amiibo those. yeah um and uh, bowser one and then we kind of it was kind of in that time where we were kind of phasing out of playing those yeah. games and so we didn't really collect much more but that that's that's pretty much the extent of my collection right now nice what about anything in the past anything like any when you i was younger? just i was just about to bring that up i remember one of my favorite happy meal lines was the i don't remember if it was super mario 3 or super mario world i think it was three because i know what you're talking about yeah and they had they had some toys that that went along with it um and i, I absolutely love those i was trying to get all those collected of course i don't have those anymore no, right. but that was probably the biggest one that that i collected uh when i was a kid was trying my, to get all the happy meal ones my favorite was the goomba that had the suction cup on his yes pushing down he flipped yeah, yeah. yes yeah. Yeah. oh the one that looked like this no yeah, no no he, he had like walk, a, right there was one that walked too but okay. i think the, the one i'm thinking of he was like uh you know this big and he had bendy legs and you bent him over so the suction cup on his mm -hmm. chin stuck to his feet and then as the suction cup let go he jumped Oh right! It would make him pop yep. free. Yeah, yeah. they, they had that designed for a lot of toys for sure. for years and years, and then they just incorporated it into Gosh. it. And wasn't there one that was like the same thing? It was a suction cup, but it was a spring. Maybe, uh, maybe it was a Mario or something to make him jump. Something. I just oh, remember yes. there being a yes, lot. Yes, yes, it was. Yeah. You're absolutely right. I do remember that because he's like jumping up to hit a brick. Yes. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Yes. Oh, now I want to show all those too. Thanks, Joey. <laughs> I totally forgot about those. I think I had Ryan, those. Yeah? Yeah. 
Because they sound about any other, familiar. How about any other merchandise? I don't own anything, actually. I'm, I'm unlike our super fan here, Clint. I'm not a huge, huge, huge Nintendo fan when it sure. comes to the actual tactile products. I like the video games. Um, I know for a fact somewhere in the house I have a Nintendo Power, though. I know that oh, doesn't nice. directly relate to Mario, but it is Nintendo branded. Right. So no, no, no. That's... I have one somewhere. I know I have nice. one left. I don't know what... or It's either a Nintendo Power or one of those strategy guides that's in the hardcover. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or not hard, but harder. Um... It's not a magazine. I got you. Yeah. It's thicker than that. Yeah. I'd have to go look for it. Right on. I think that's uh, the extent I'm... of anything that I have in the house that is Nintendable, collectible related, though. I know when they finally open up the Super Mario World at Universal, I'm going to have to go back, and oh, then I yeah. will definitely be engaging in much merchandise purchasing at, the, <laughs> at that point. Yeah, I don't think you're alone on that one. I, yeah. uh, I'm probably there with you. Um, I have a couple things. I know Joey mentioned the Amiibo, and I have all... I think I have... Well, do I have every... No, I do not have every Mario Amiibo, but I'm pretty close to all of them, um, including like the Gold Mario, the 8-bit ones. I love those 8-bit ones. Those are mm-hmm. cool. I had to buy one to rock, one to stock with those. Um, I know there's the smash brothers version. There's, um, I know there's probably more that I don't have, but anyway, I do have those. Um, I do have a couple shirts. I've been to the world of Nintendo a couple times and bought some stuff there. Um, actually I won this. This is pretty neat. It's my little shy guy plush that hangs out on my table. I had to grab him. Um, yeah. So I, over the years though, I've definitely had some stuff. Everything. I remember one of my favorites was a cake topper for a birthday. Like when I turned seven, uh, this <laughs> fireball and i love that thing i still remember it very vividly that was very cool um and you know I, i've owned so many games over the years and again you mentioned the mcdonald's toys those were those were cool i'm sorry i don't have any of those i do have one of those uh pixel lights have you guys seen those with characters and like yes character yeah have, yes. it's one from mario 3 but i have one of those sitting up on my desk or on my video game counter there um I don't think of anything else now, but I don't think I do. But anyway, I've, I've had stuff over the years for sure. I'm sure I've put more shirts. I've had a hat. Oh, you know what I had? This is awesome. I had, and this is dating myself, but I had the watch where you could play the Mario Brother game on the oh, watch. Back I remember like, that. Oh, yeah. Mm. So, you know, people like calculator watches. Well, I had the Mario Brother watch, and I love that thing. It was uh, it was tons of fun. It was a great present I think I got. So, yes, do Mario. Do you remember those fun. flip-out games? I mean, even before the Game Boy became a thing, those portable games? Mm-hmm. They had like the just Tiger Mario Brothers. I was about yeah. to say I had the t- a lot of the Tiger ones, like because they yeah. had a Double Dragon one. I remember yeah, that one. They, and they re-released a lot of those. You can buy them at GameStop uh-huh. now. Serious? Yeah. yeah. Man, that was a lot of the recess time during. Oh during yeah, grade school there. Oh yeah, that brings back a lot of memories. Totally can agree with you Dang, on that. We one. old. We old. <laughs> well, we're we're over thirty five. which is the same old as the Super Mario Brothers franchise yep. and the original games. So, um. It's going to be neat. So for those of you that don't know, what they're doing for the anniversary here is um, if you have a Switch, you can play Mario All-Stars, which has the first three Mario games and Lost Levels as long as you're an online member. I think that's ongoing. I don't remember that's just for a limited time, but that's pretty sweet. Starting October 1st, they're going to have um, an anniversary game that's like Tetris 99 or Tetris 99, depending on how you say it. And in that, you're playing against, I think it's 35 other players. And you know, you know, the more... The farther you get in the game without dying, the more you don't, the more villains you kill, the more coins you collect, you throw obstacles at your opponent. So that'll be interesting to see how they do that. And then they're releasing um, some of the newer uh, open world kind of games like Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, and Mario Galaxy uh, next week. 
So uh, this podcast is very apt for that release. So I'd make sure if you're interested to check that out, pre-orders are pretty much gone, but um, you have until March is when they say they're no longer going to make the game. So make sure you guys are on top of that. There you go. That's kind of where we've gone from the beginning to the end here, but we're going to talk a little bit more in between. Um, what else about Mario Brothers, guys? Well, Joey mentioned Mario Kart. We also can factor in mm-hmm. Dr. Mario. And I know yes. we mentioned this during the pre-party, but like I'd also ask the listeners to chime in on this and maybe you know send us a tweet on Twitter, the underscore dorksman. Let us know your thoughts on this. But what brought you more frustration when you were a child or the first time that you played the game, depending on how old you are, would it have been Dr. Mario or Tetris? Well, and, and, and yeah. And for me, and I, I have to, I think this was Joey and I have to agree with him head to head, Dr. Mario solo mm-hmm. Tetris. Yeah. I, I would even say solo, probably Dr. Mario. I don't know why, but I just remember getting like super frustrated with that game. Like I play Tetris a lot too. And I just remember, Oh, okay. It's a puzzle game. I can't figure out. But for some reason, Dr. Mario just drove me nuts, like to the point where I'm like, okay, no, I'm not playing anymore. I'm done. I'm done. I'm out. Forget this game. (laughs) What's funny is uh, my wife and I, we, on our Wii, we downloaded uh, like the upgraded graphics, Dr. Mario. Mm -hmm. And we, we still, to this day, will come down to my basement in my man cave here and just play it. And yeah, it's one of those games where if Tetris, if you make a mistake, I think it's easier to get around that when you're in competitive mode. But if you like make a mistake on, Dr. Mario, you're struggling to make up for that in comparison. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's um, not just block strategy, it's also color. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. It's a little more, I mean, yeah. yeah. It adds a level of difficulty if you're talking about like geometry. You have your X and your Y axis. There's another, you know, another <laughs> dimension to it. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, Ryan. Hey, man, I make it weird. It's like 2D versus 3D. Yes, it is, but we love it. And that's, uh, I mean, I, but they're both fun games. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I love Tetris 99 and I love Dr. Mario. So I'm all about it. So um, come, kind of funny to think about some of the, uh, over the years, the cameos Mario has made. I'm thinking about punch out where the, uh, <laughs> he's been waiting to do that the whole episode. Actually, yes. I haven't. I just thought of it. I'm not lying to you, but uh, I, I totally I, forgot about that. But yes, it's true. Yeah, he's the referee in the original. Yeah. He's um, he makes a, like he's, I didn't even realize this until I was looking into my Mario mania quote unquote strategy guide. He's like uh, at the Victory Cup for F1 racing for the uh-huh. Game Boy. I yeah. totally forgot about that. There's the uh, NES Open golf tournament where him and Luigi are in that. Um, I'm trying to think there were more in there, but I'm trying. I'm drawing a blank on some. But I mean, he, he shows up everywhere. <laughs> I mean, if it's a Nintendo game, there's like a Mario reference no matter what. And uh, kind of fun to think about, especially going back. Um yeah. Oh, you know what? I just thought of one more thing I have. My brother was Mario for a Halloween costume a few years ago, and I actually have the hat still. I should, pop, I should pull that on and just wear it just for the hell of it. Yeah. Yeah, do maybe it. We'll, Put it maybe on Twitter we'll this week. There you go. Maybe I will. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, that's uh, Mario has been around for a little while. So. I also think it's funny that post that you had put up, what was it, like a week or two ago about all mm-hmm. the various Nintendo properties mm-hmm. and which ones they respect more. Oh, yes. That yes. is so just it, classic. And if you guys are not familiar with the video, um, what is it supposed to be parodied off of? So, uh, first of all, at Collector Clint, it's still up. Make sure to go check that out on Twitter. But it's a parody of, uh, it's from Key and Peele. 
There you and go. And they're they're making fun of uh, Obama and his relation to people after a speech. And you know, it, oh yeah, yeah. So what they did is like you know, there's some people that he's like, hello, thank you for coming, thank you. And then he sees somebody knows, oh, bring it in for the real thing. And what they did is they put different Nintendo licenses on those characters. So like the one they bring it in, it's Mario Brothers. They bring it in for like Yoshi. They bring it in for Pokemon. They bring it in for. Uh, for some reason, Fire Emblem. But then, uh, you know, like they'll just blow off. Oh, and Zelda, of course. But mm-hmm. then they'll just blow off things like uh, Metroid or, um, oh, I'm trying to draw a blank on some of the other ones. My favorite, though, is Mother Earthbound. Doesn't even talk to that person, just walks. <laughs> <laughs> so um, there's definitely, uh, and there's definitely, you watch and you're like, yeah, that's true. I know Metroid hurt some people. I know there's some other great Nintendo licenses I've just completely ignored despite them being great. Uh, but Mario's not one of them. <laughs> Mario Ooh, is real dead. top Metroid is hard as hell. The original, oh, the original thing is, is difficult as shit. Mega I still Man have never, I still have not beat it to this day. The original Metroid, I, I have never beat, beat the original, it. but the super, the super Nintendo version is so good. That's that's where you should spend your time. That's the best one, oh, anyway. No, thank you. Uh, if I can't beat the original, I, I don't think it's I'm not harder, it it's not harder, it's more fun too. But anyway, yeah. um, you, you gotta stay on Mario here, buddy. Mario, come on, it's Nintendo. Still slightly unbranded. <laughs> well, that's, that's the thing. They're kind of synonymous, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's that's how they go. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else Mario related I want to talk about before we kind of wrap things up here. Mario but... Troid. <laughs> Mario Troid. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, Samus actually ends up being Mario, right? Um, but I, yeah. Is it, Samus it, it, female? Yeah. It would have been cool if it was Peach. If Peach was in, in the suit. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's but, the secret about why Bowser always captures her. He wants all them treasures that Samus finds. All them treasures. All them treasures. Uh, one interesting thought I just did have, and this is more of the Mario Kart, is they do. It's gotten so expansive that they do have baby versions of these Mario characters. Um, originally started with Yoshi's Island, Super Mario World Two, uh, and it's gone on from there. But the fact that they have standalone baby characters just tells you how deep they are with this you know what i mean um it's crazy i like to think that about. they incorporate the other properties into like mario kart for instance you do or um, don't i do okay like i liked on um the one for well it's it's out for switch now too but the the version that i'm thinking of is the one that i have on wii u yeah where you could get the link mm-hmm. uh dlc and they had an animal crossing deal and this was before you know the most recent craze with you know animal, animal crossing. crossing yeah right um and i'm trying to think of what else one did, did they have other dlcs i'm assuming they, they for the one two. that you've got for switch i had two like you mentioned they have they have link they have um isabella from animal crossing um they have the um Spl- uh squid girl from splatoon okay and there's one other one and i can't think of what it is right now but they de- and they came in two different sets but yeah, now they're included with the Switch version. But yes, have, I know we're pivoting a little bit. But have you ever played the um, Sonic version of no, the of the race car? Like it's like their version of Mario Kart. No, I know of it, but I've never played it. Oh, it, it's it's pretty fun. You should yeah? you should check it out just for just for fun. So over on those lines, I just discovered last week this uh, online cartoon called Bruce do and it's about this guy he's like in his early 30s he does and he he, he does shitty animation he, he calls it out every time but he has this one where he got um for Christmas he got his N64 and of course he's nine years old so he's just flipping out but instead of Mario Kart he got Diddy Kong Racing oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> what's funny about it is he holds on. He doesn't open it. He goes back a year later. They go to like Kmart. He brings the game with him to Santa. He's like, hey, uh, Santa, can I exchange this? <laughs> I <want> to <laughs> and Santa's like, there's no returns. He's like, are you sure? I mean, I'm here. Come on. <laughs> kind of thing. So I thought that was kind of funny. But yes, I mean, Mario Kart is definitely a big part of Mario now, especially with the expansive characters. Uh, I know Manny was talking about how Mario or is Wario really a bad guy? Um, you know, and I don't know Wario's origin story going back to Nintendo power. They used to have a comic and I'm sure there's some relation there, how Wario started hating Mario, but, uh, yeah, you know, there's, there's those evil, evil, uh, doppelganger characters even, you know, to go along with that. So, um, and they have their own games. There's WarioWare, which is one that, uh, Nintendo just completely ignores as he goes by and talks to Animal Crossing. So, um, <laughs> no it, it's just for Wario. Right. It's it's yeah. definitely an expansive universe that's uh, played some played some really cool games. And I mean, the fact that Mario here's another thing. There's like Mario tennis. There's mm. Mario soccer. There's Mario Olympics. You know? Yeah. There's all these different crazy Mario games to go along with it, which is uh, goes goes beyond the side scroller Goomba smashing star collecting princess saving Mario. Yeah. Um, They've definitely done a lot with the property to try to keep it fresh and not make it stale like i said they they do a lot of in, innovations with what i would consider the main line of the mm -hmm. mario games um but then you know the the side stuff whether it be the big ones like smash brothers or mario kart and you know there's the other stuff like you're talking about like the offshoot stuff like you know uh toad has his game luigi's got his games you know yoshi obviously and then there's the different variations even of the mario ones where you're talking about like paper mario and uh, oh yeah, Mario Maker, which to me is almost like a, I'm gonna say game within a game, as you're Absolutely. designing the game that you're gonna yeah. be able to play. It's and there have it's, been some yeah amazing yeah. games in that. <laughs> yeah, I agree 100. I wish Mario Maker got more love because I think it's a really neat idea, but it's what it is. Those guys make it um, too hard. It depends. <laughs> some There's some really are like, how do you even beat this? And I oh, watch that... the guys playing it. I'm like, okay, you're on crack. Oh, absolutely. This is crazy. I mean, that's the thing. Those people are super. I mean, the fact that they put in that time and thought of that, they should be working for NASA kind of thing, because it's pretty impressive how smart and well yeah, done. I they thought did. I was OCD and anal retentive, but these guys are like Mario Savants, you know? Well, the other, <laughs> but the funny thing is, too, if you play it, there's levels that literally you don't move in. Like, they'll even tell you, like, stand still. And you literally stand still. And they have this all this crazy stuff's going on, you know, that. So just for you to enjoy, you yeah. know, their design, not yeah, necessarily they're, they're, to play it. Like, and there's some that play music. They figured out how to play music with the different type of things. And they figured out how to, you know, make you bounce from one place to the other to get you to the end line. It's, it's impressive. You uh, know? I'm again, I'm really hope, Mario Savant. <laughs> I'm really hoping with the advance in technology that Nintendo eventually does something, um, more like kind of VR interactive, um, technology, and then that incorporates into the the Mario type of games. I'm um, thinking like Beat Saber, for instance, like with yeah. the PlayStation, where it's something that you can actually run along and you know stomp on enemies and you know punch bricks and all that kind of stuff. Be good That'd exercise be cool. too. Oh yeah, right. I, I'm thinking <laughs> of they they have this thing now called the Ring Fit, and that's what I'm yep. thinking of. Yeah, while you're saying that's that. what I was but, thinking too. But yeah, absolutely, that'd be cool. That'd be really cool. And I I mean, it's with it. One thing. It's a little off topic, but one thing with Nintendo is they're all about the gimmicks and all mm -hmm. about the uh, the accessories. You know, I mean, even everything from Mario Kart from the Wii that came with that wheel to Wii Fit yeah. to, yeah. you know, they're all, I mean, Labo and yeah. They, they, so if there's a way to buy, sell you an accessory. I'm sure they're looking into it because that's their thing. 
Hey man, that's there's our the poop. new the the new thing that just came out, Clint. I was going to ask you if you know knew much about it. It's it's uh, some kind of new Mario Kart. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it's like do, well, it's do you a, know what? Yeah, it's an RC car, but you can design tracks for it, and then you could look through a, a um, your phone and can mm-hmm. see the track and see enemies and see things in your way and stuff like that. Which is not a new technology. They've had that out for other. Uh, race car mm-hmm. remote control type things that you can sure. get for for several years now, but it's cool to see it with Mario Kart. Maybe I'll I'll check that out. And right now it's uh, MSRP for hundred bucks. So I mean, okay. Well, maybe I'll ask Santa. I was gonna say, or <laughs> keep your eyes on for Black Friday or something like that. But yeah, I mean, it's it's a hundred bucks coming Does out. Does it come with two? I think it just comes with one. one. Uh, so you can wah, get Luigi wah. or Mario. Yeah. Well, that, that, that's something that's Nintendo's never been known for being cheap. You know what I mean? No, they they're so, not. They're not going to start now. I and think. they don't usually have like really good sales either. It's so like, no. oh, it's half price. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah they'll never no. do that. They know that people no. are going to buy their products. I mean, look at no matter look at what. when we were kids, all the different gimmick things that we bought from them. Oh, like wait, the everything. Trackpad, the NES Advantage, which was a large controller. Which, oh, yes. Yeah. I had, it's like, why the power glove. Even... Yeah, My yeah, favorite well. was NES Max. The one yeah. that had the little like, uh, I don't even know what you would call that for the D-pad. It kind of just slid around. It had like mm-hmm. a little red disc and you could just move it around. But it had the um, like the turbo button on it. I think that mm-hmm. was maybe the first controller that they that they did that had the turbo button. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can just hold down this button. And it just repeatedly presses the button faster than I can press it. Yes. That yeah, was I'm a in. game changer for Contra. Oh, yeah. Oh, without yeah. that, it is so tough to beat the game. Absolutely. <laughs> and just the ergonomic design of it. But the yeah. ergonomic design of it too was, yeah. you know, because yeah, advanced that, for the time. I was playing before with that a classic controller and it's not exactly ergonomic in any sense. So yeah. I could agree. But um, you know, one thing we didn't talk about is there's a bunch of Mario um games on your phone I totally spaced on. There's Mario Run, which is actually a ton of fun. Um, Mario Kart, Dr. Mario World, you know, there's a bunch that have uh, shown their way on your mobile devices too. So it's it's everywhere basically is how to how give to wrap us that up. The, give us the original Mario's on on iOS, then I'll be happy. Yeah, that I, could be a moneymaker. I could control yeah. it though. That's where I'm but, if they can put Fortnite on your phone, they can put Mario Brothers on your phone. Which yeah, is true. Where they just have the overlay of the buttons on the yeah, screen. I think it'd be okay. So I anyway, uh, I need a button. I'm with you. I need I'm a, wi- well, you can buy those accessories that clip onto either there you side go. of it. That's how they get you. Yep. You have to actually buy yes, the controller the to plug into your phone, and licensed. then it comes with a game. There yeah. you go. There you go. That's what's going to happen. Brilliant. Right? Me and Clint are now going to go work for Nintendo. That's Yeah, yeah right. Um, anyway, um, I think that's a good place to kind of wrap it up. We've been doing this for an hour, but um, long story short, happy birthday, Mario. Obviously, you've given us a lot to talk about, a lot of good times, a lot of uh, questions, <laughs> question mark blocks, if you will. But at the same time, we look forward to what the future brings because it's obviously not going anywhere. Um, by the way, I say that and I'm sure I'll be playing some um, Yoshi's Crafty World on my Switch later tonight as I'm trying to get through that right now. So uh, it's kind of a spinoff, but at the same time, it's still still it wouldn't be here without the original Super Mario Brothers 35 years ago on this day, September 13th, 1985. All right. Anything else to say, guys? Nope. We miss you, Nate. We do yep. miss you, Nate. We uh, yep. we. Yeah, well, we look forward to having you back. I know the listeners do too. I look forward to it, so you can host. But um, I, uh, I appreciate uh, all you do, and we miss you. We look forward to having you back next week. Sorry to miss you this week, um, 
power up, I guess, is the way to say that for this episode. <laughs> it's a good one. I like that. But anyway, um, thank you everyone for listening. We really appreciate the interaction and hanging out and listening. Um, you know, 60 episodes of it. This is not, you know, not something to laugh at. It's pretty well, pretty good. So I'm, and we've only gotten better and only going to get better. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you again at the underscore dorksman on Twitch, on Twitter and on Instagram. We are on Facebook. I need to update that more. Hold me to that. If you're a big Facebook fan, um, dorksman at gmail.com. If you ever want to send us an email, we do accept Amazon gift cards online. If you'd like to send us something like that. And uh, <laughs> I hope you enjoyed playing uh, dorksman bingo. Thank you, Larry. Thank you, Andrew. Um, and thank you to everybody that's been involved. We really appreciate it. And uh, I think with all of that, I'll end it. Word homies. Who dat, baby? Let's go. Woo!